My name is Brad Walbank, and my wife, Dan, and I have been attending this church for quite some time. So, Alpha, let's talk a little bit about that. Dan and I actually, uh, we attended Alpha here about 17 or 18 years ago, and we were very unlikely table hosts. We did our very best. But you see, God's got a real good sense of humor. And he had this couple who were coming and attending Alpha, but they were not quite, they were, they were leading up to the time of when they were going to get married. And of this couple, the gentleman in this couple asked me every known question about science and relationship to God and all these things. And I don't know what happened, but I actually answered most of his questions. Well, I had pastor help me as well. And lo and behold, they came back each and every week, and, and the relationship that we have with that couple still remains today. Approximately five or six years ago, I, be, I became re-involved uh, in the current Alpha program. I was very for- fortunate to serve alongside Dan Wanup, and when Dan stepped back from the program, I took over responsibility. Now, you saw in the videos talking about the greatest adventure. And before I go any further in talking about Alpha, I'd like to talk about my greatest adventure. Over the last number of weeks and months, I've been actually struggling with some mental health issues. Many of you may not know that. I've been diagnosed with an anxiety and panic disorder. What is a guy with that doing up front in front of a church? I continue to walk along a pathway to recovery under the care of my family doctor and others, and I've been getting the help that I needed. I really want to say a big thank you to my wife and my family, as well as the board and my many friends for their ongoing prayers. You see, kind of related, what you don't know today is yesterday, by the way, my wife's away right now, so what do I do? I ride a bike. So I went riding my bike, and what you don't know is I fell off my bike yesterday. Now, you may not be able to see some of the bruises on my hands. If I showed you my shoulder, it's one big black and blue mark. And here, you'd be able to see that I'm hurt. And you would say, you are injured. There's something that's happened to you, and people would care for you. They would take care. But you see, with a mental health issue or challenge... You really can't tell just by looking at the person. And consequently, a lot of people don't want to say what's going on. So for me, what I'd like to do is encourage you, if you've got issues that are going on in your life, whether through anxiety, depression, panic disorders, or whatever, please, please reach out to someone. Come and talk to me. Come and talk to one of the pastors, the board. But it's important for us to take care of each other. I believe that God is a very deliberate and intentional God. He's a God of order. Things just don't happen in life for no reason. I think an example, and tying this again before I lead on to Alpha into this mental health situation is, I, many of you don't know, I work for Vancouver Coastal Health and I work in administration. And so when I am going through this, I've been able to tap into the Employee and Family Assistance Program. And I was very fortunate that Vancouver Coastal Health has a company that they use 
called LifeWorks. LifeWorks is a very large company. They, on their website, state they have 20,000 counselors who are in a position to help those people in need. The chances of me getting connected to a counselor who is a believer is pretty slim. But I was. I was assigned a counselor who shares the faith in Jesus Christ. But you know, sometimes people's schedules don't quite allow, and I was not able to meet with this counselor very frequently, so I talked to my family doctor and asked her for some suggestions as to who I could possibly meet more locally and more frequently. The first name I got wasn't taking on new patients, new clients. But the second name, I met with this person, and lo and behold, I found this person got their master's in counseling at Trinity Western University. I don't believe in coincidences. I don't believe that God has things just happen, that there's some cosmic reason for things. I believe that you folks are here today for a reason. And for those of you that are watching online, looking at this live stream, or, or maybe you're watching this video days and weeks and months after, I just don't think that you've stopped scrolling and pressed play for no reason. I believe you're here very intentionally. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for loving us, and we thank you for this time that we could share about the Alpha program at Maybridge Lions Church. And I pray your blessing upon the words. May they come from you. And Lord, may they rest upon the hearts of people and make a difference. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So why does Maybridge Alliance Church use the Alpha program? And why do we use it to reach out to people? Well, Alpha is a resource we use to create a safe place where people are excited to bring their friends for a conversation about Jesus. As you're probably already aware, if not, most Christians see evangelism or sharing our faith as being kind of uncomfortable, not really natural. In fact, if it's done well, it's done by some professionals, like those that are in vocational ministry. But how do I share my faith effectively is a question most church attendees ask themselves. And things run through your mind as you're thinking, hmm, I'm sitting on the bus and there's that person sitting by themselves. How do I go and talk to that person? How do I share my faith? What do I say to start the conversation with my coworker sitting in the cubicle next to me. How can I sound authentic to my neighbor on the other side of the fence? These are just some of the questions that we wrestle with, but here's the tough one. What on earth do I do if I'm asked a question I don't know the answer to? What if they ask me some out there question about the Christian faith, a gotcha question, and you don't know how to answer it. I, like most of you, wrestle with these. 
Alpha is a safe place where you can bring friends and family and coworkers or your neighbors for a uh, conversation about Jesus. You may be interested to know that 80% of guests who attend Alpha come back because, or come because they've personally been invited. They don't just show up. There are people who are looking for answers to life's questions. Is there more to life than this? And yes, they will maybe see a billboard. They will maybe possibly see it on a website. But 80% of guests come because they've been personally invited by someone they know. And here's the great part. They keep coming back because of the relationships that are built and developed around the discussion tables. Sharing your faith is not only just informational, it's actually a lot relational. This relational dimension of Alpha is what speaks loudest to a word that suffers increasingly from feelings of loneliness and social isolation. Life is now, the primary question now in life is no longer what do I believe, it's where do I belong? Many of us are very reluctant to share our opinions, never mind sharing our faith. So many people in today's cancel, cancel culture can't, don't want to say truly how they feel about the issues of the day, and for someone to speak up about their faith is becoming increasingly more and more difficult. The challenge isn't knowing what we should tell others about God. It's about how do we do it. That's why Maybridge Alliance Church utilizes the Alpha program. So people can invite their friends to have a conversation about God. And remember, in a conversation, it's two-way. It's one of the great things when I'm trying to look for volunteers to host a table. We don't need people to have great theological understanding and background. All you need to be able to do is facilitate a two-way conversation. I want to be clear today. My message this morning is not to try and make anyone feel guilty, but rather to provide a method to live out Christ's command. Matthew 28, 19 and 20 is a very well-known verse for us. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. I think an amazing part of being on the board at uh, the church here is to see the hand of God in his very intentional and deliberate way in leading our church, staff, and board as we seek him. When Pastor Tom came to the church, he reinforced with the board and staff a number of times, let's not go forward and tell God what we're going to do. Let's listen. Let's hear for God to tell us. One of the true examples of Christ's leading I can give you is when we, develop, when we jointly developed the vision statements of our church, our vision statement of our church. 
We all came together to ask God what he wanted us to focus on to impact the lives in our community. And we jointly developed the vision statement that you see here. Maybridge Lions Church's vision is to transforming our world together through the power of God one life at a time. Let me just say that one more time. Maple Ridge Alliance Church's vision is transforming our world together through the power of God, one life at a time. See, all the ministries that we have and serve under here at Maple Ridge Alliance Church can be defined by this vision statement and also our mission statements. Our mission, that you're going to see the five mission statements up, talk about Seeking and serving Christ by five ways. Bringing others to Christ, empowering people to live, serve, and grow in Christ, helping people belong before they believe, overcoming barriers with the gospel, and celebrating the goodness of God. I can tell you right now, all of those mission statements support the vision, but all of these mission statements can be seen in action in Alpha. In fact, you should likely see these mission statements in all of the the various different ministries that we have because we want to be intentional. God is a God of intentionality. He's a God of order. And he wants us to serve him and be able to fit these into the mission of Maple Ridge Alliance Church. For the Alpha program, we see all five of them. Bringing others to Christ. Well, we we invite people to attend Alpha. Maybe the people that we're thinking of inviting are not really ready to be in a sanctuary like this. Or maybe people that we're thinking of inviting may not be on the live stream. Maybe they have no faith background at all. Or they may have a faith background that isn't following Jesus Christ. There could also be people that we should be inviting to come to Alpha who might have at one time been hurt by the church. That in some situation, they've walked away. That in some situation, they felt that their needs were not met by that church. So bringing others to Christ, empowering people to live, serve, and grow in Christ. Can I tell you right now that Alpha doesn't just happen? There are volunteers. There are people who serve each and every week. There are people who are table hosts and helpers. There are people who prepare, cook, serve the food. There's people that set up the tables and chairs. There's people that take them down. There's people that wash dishes. But you see, this statement is lived out, empowering people. You can be really new to this church. You can be here just a few weeks, and if you want to be involved... Man, have I got a deal for you in Alpha. You can help. 
There is something for everyone to serve in Alpha. And when you start serving, you begin to grow in your relationship with others and with God. Helping people belong before they believe. Oh, my goodness. When you get invited or you invite someone to come to Alpha, they get a sense of community around that table. What do Christians do best? (laughs) We eat. We sit around a table and we enjoy conversation. And we help people to belong to that table, that, that small community, and they don't even have to have a faith. They're just coming because they're interested, because they're looking for something that's missing in their lives, and they want to belong. Overcoming barriers with the gospel, the good news. You want to overcome barriers with people, bring them to something that is not judgmental. Bring them to someplace safe where any question can be asked. Any question can be asked. And the last one is celebrating the goodness of God. I can honestly tell you that if, you, if it's been a while since you've been around people who have that moment of realization in their eyes and they go, oh my goodness, It's true. God loves me. If you haven't been around a new Christian in a while, if you haven't been around somebody who's the spark and light in their eye has come on, maybe for the very first time in a very long time, you just have to see that to believe it. And we celebrate the goodness of God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4 and 5, Paul says to the church in Corinth, My message and my preaching were not with wise or persuasive words, but with the demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. You see, you and I can provide the opportunities for people to come to Alpha for a conversation about Jesus But from that point on, here's the the neat thing for you to remember. It's not up to you to save them. There's nothing that you're going to do with wise and persuasive words. The Holy Spirit takes over, does the rest of the work. I don't know about you, but there's many times where I think my words are persuading someone to come to faith. In the actual fact, the Holy Spirit's at work in their heart. And it literally has nothing to do with me. Thank God. How many of you have been to Alpha in the last, I'm going to say, six or seven years? Show your hand. There's quite a few of you. But there's a number of you who haven't. In about 2015, the Alpha video series were remade, and you saw some of the snippets on the videos at the start here of what an an alpha video is like. There's three elements to each night on an alpha. And we run alphas on Monday nights. The first one for this fall session is starting on Monday, September 11th. It starts at 6.30. We're not having it in the chapel this time. 
because I'm convinced that God wants to do a mighty work and we're going to overfill the chapel. We will now be having it down in the activity center where there's more room for an expansion of the number of tables that we can have. But there's three elements of a typical night. The first is food. On Monday, September 11th, the introductory night for Alpha, we're planning a roast beef dinner. And let me tell you, if you've never eaten my mother-in-law and my wife's roast beef dinner, you are in for a treat. You want to hear the very, very best part of that, aside from the great taste? It's free. There is no charge to attend Alpha. Sure, we put out a donation basket, and if people can give, great. But if they can't, that's okay. It's our gift to them. Each week, there is a meal, and I can tell you that it is the most difficult thing for me to do to eat small portions and salad and all the things that are good for me because the meals are so good. The next element of a typical alpha evening is after we eat, we watch a video. I just want to pause just for a sec. Many people attend various different uh, ministries within Maypridge Line Church, and, and a, uh, I'll, I'll call it a sister group that has been attending is called Divorce Care. And by the way, if you know of someone who uh, needs to uh, talk through what's happening in their lives, Rob and Rhonda are simply fantastic, loving and caring people. They've been leading the Divorce Care program, but there has been a time where the Divorce care people have kind of, they enter at the back part of the church, they go into the boardroom, and we kind of isolate them. We don't invite them into community. So starting this, this fall session, the divorce care groups are going to join with the Alpha group and have a meal together. And when the second component, the video starts, they'll make their way back up to the boardroom where they will meet. Don't. This is not an opportunity for you to say, hey, maybe we should get divorced. We can come and have a... No, 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 no. This is, in a sense, us continuing to expand the arms, the loving arms of Christ and having people join in community. There's a lot that you get to feel and a warmth that you get when you share a meal with people. So Rob and Rhonda's uh, team will join us, then the video starts, and the videos are 20, 25 minutes long. One of the things we try not to do is talk in Christian language, and communion, and all these things, and people are going, say what? So we try to bring this into a basic conversation, and so do the videos. There's some great topics. One of the videos is, who is Jesus? There's a good place to start. Who is this Jesus guy? Why did Jesus die? How can I have faith? Why and how, can I, how do I pray? Why and how should I read the Bible? 
Do you ever wonder about those two topics, praying and reading the Bible? Do you ever think about why you pray and how you pray? That and enough should make you want to run and sign up for Alpha because it's a great video that you'll get to see. There's other ones that talk about how, how God guides us. There's a wonderful series of videos that we show uh, that talk about the Holy Spirit. I don't want to go into too much about the, the, the series of videos, but we do them on a Saturday, and it's really encouraging. And I've seen in the discussion times during those Holy Spirit Saturday videos, I've seen people transformed literally before my eyes. They literally didn't know why they were there, and they started to hear, and the Holy Spirit came into them and got a hold of their life. The final element of a typical Alpha evening is the discussion time, and a small group will separate themselves and discuss what they saw and they heard in the video. I think, again, what's important is that table host is facilitating. They're asking people, so what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? They don't have to have all the answers. They come together and talk about and have a conversation about Jesus. I think what I'd like is to ask uh, three people who are part of or have been part of the Alpha program uh, in our church over the last number of years. I'd just like to ask Tyria and Linda and Austin to come on up front and just give us their perspective on, on what Alpha has been for them. Listening to me gets a little bit boring. I'm not like, I don't have, an, I don't have a, a cast to show you like Adam does. Tyria, uh, I'll start with you and then go to Linda, then, then uh, Austin. What was your Alpha experience like? Hello, friends. <laughs> Good morning. So my Alpha journey uh, began many moons ago when I was 18. Uh, I was invited by my mom to go to an Alpha session. And we ate, and I remember receiving Jesus into my life at that time. And I asked a lot of questions that many people ask me now, like, why do bad things happen to good people? And all the questions that make you not understand God. And so it took me many, many years to come back around. But what Alpha did for me at that time was it planted a seed Um, And throughout my 16 years, until I actually re-surrendered my life, it had taken root. And so now, looking back, I see that Alpha, you know, it sparked a flame for my faith. Next Steps, which Kim is going to come and talk to you about, and I'm really, really passionate about this, because I want to prevent people from having a 16-year gap, right? (laughs) Is uh, It fanned my flame, and it got me excited. And then participating in a church gathering is what fuels the flame to keep me pressing on and going forward. So I have facilitated Alpha a number of times, 
And I'm telling you, like Brad said, you see people have the aha moment, and it's really connecting who you're hearing from, call it intuition, consciousness, gut feeling, and introducing you to who that voice is, which is Christ. So I encourage you all to come. It's just fantastic. Awesome. Linda, what was your experience in Alpha being like? You've, you've been a, a helper. You've brought people. You've brought a lot of people. And you also are somebody who gives so much of your time in helping decorating the rooms and everything. What's your experience being like with Alpha? Well, <laughs> good morning. I wrote things down because I don't want to forget what I want to say. Um, little background information. I didn't grow up in a Christian home, so I didn't have a background or a knowledge of who Christ was. Um, my husband and I moved to the Okanagan from the coast um, where I became a Christian in 1998. That's one of the things. We look around this room and we look at some of us older ones and think we've been Christians forever. Not necessarily. So it's never too late. Um, I also... Um, we came back to the coast in 2003 as my... Um, family had grown and um, we wanted to be near them as the grandchildren grew and stuff so we came back I was the only Christian and um, I always said I had a faith like a child I just accepted I had no great knowledge of the Bible or actually even my faith itself I just knew there was a God I knew that Christ had died for us and that was enough for me I knew he loved me so in coming back, I decided, though, that I needed to learn more. And so I attended Alpha, even though I was a Christian, I attended Alpha. And it just was an amazing experience, amazing, as Tyria said, growth within myself for my faith. Um, um, so during that time that I went to it, um, my daughter in love during this time, decided to rededicate her life to Christ. And uh, we had many discussions and debates about Christ with my son. And I say debates because that's a nice way of saying it. <laughs> um, I finally told him, if you want to understand why Lori and I believe what we believe, you should go to Alpha because they will explain it in ways that I obviously am not able to do. Uh, he did attend, and they are now a Christian couple leading a Christian family. And it has been amazing as... <laughs> it's all God. It's all God. Alpha is a safe place to ask questions around a table, as Brad already said. No question is a bad question. If you don't understand or you need clarity, there are leaders at your table and other people to, who may be Christians or non-Christians at your table because you don't know. It's a place for both to grow and learn who Christ is, to understand that God loves us so much. So I invite you, Christians, non-Christians, come, learn. Be loved. Thank you. Thank you, Linda.
And Austin, what was your Alpha experience like? Well, I see a pattern here. Um, I was, <laughs> so I was invited to come to Alpha uh, about 10 years ago by Courtney. And for those of you who don't know, Courtney is my wife. We've been married nine years. We have three kids, and we've been attending MRAC for that entire time. But uh, 10 years ago, we were just dating, and I was a non-believer, and uh, I had no religious or faith background as well, and um, I just, I didn't really understand uh, Christianity or any religion. I, I really didn't understand why you would want to be one, and I, I didn't really think it was for me. I was, my faith was like in science and technology. That was where my faith was in. I really didn't think I needed it. So when Courtney asked me to come to Alpha, I think she phrased it something like this. She said, because uh, um, our, our relationship was getting you know, more serious, so she's like, at least you could, at the very least, you can come and learn um, about what my faith is. Because we knew each other's backgrounds. I knew she had been a Christian her whole life, uh, been coming to this church almost her whole life. So it's like, at the very least, you can come and learn about my faith. And I'm like, that's a good idea, because um, I've, uh, I've never learned about it before. Um, but in the back of my head, I was thinking, you know, I'm going to go to a church, and they're going to teach me about Christianity. They're probably going to try to convert me. Uh, <laughs> but, I, but I was like, well, uh, you know, if they say anything, I don't like or don't agree with or make me uncomfortable in any way I could, I don't have to come back. And, uh, well, spoiler, I'm still here. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I can't say enough good things about Alpha. It, I mean, it started my faith journey. I had all the common non-believer questions like, um, if God is the God of love, why do bad things happen to good people? And how can you trust the, the authenticity of the Bible? All of these typical questions people have in Alpha. They, the videos, they do a really good job of... It answered all my questions. Um, I, I didn't have a reason to, to leave. I was pretty skeptical. I, I, I didn't think uh, this would be something for me, but... Uh, like from the first video, I think it talks about the, ver the introduction video that they talk about um, there's something missing in your life. And back then I would describe my life. I was doing, my life was pretty good. I didn't have a faith background, but I, I, my life was pretty good. I had a good job, a good relationship. I had good friends. Uh, there was, I wasn't seeking answers. Um, but the first video got me. It was like, is there something missing? Do you feel... Uh, I forget how they say it. There's like there's, there's some something that's you're unsatisfied, and that kind of really hit me. I'm like, yes, that's. Although my life was going well, I did feel like there was something in me that was not satisfied, not being satisfied, and that was the spiritual component. That was the lack of Jesus in my life. So. Um, videos are done very well, and as other people have said, it's a very. I was really um, kind of surprised at how safe or comfortable the environment was when I came here. And I, I think this is more. This is a uh, speaks to the 
about MRAC. It was very comfortable. The people, the people I met there were, how do I, it felt like a family. Like, in my life before, you know, I, I learned it was really hard to trust people. I had really, diff- you know, I have a difficulty sharing with other people except my family and friends, but at MRAC it was really easy. It felt like a family, and that kind of attracted me more to this church, and um, I ended up, I was a kind of stubborn person, so like, I, I didn't give my life to Jesus right away. I went, I came to Alpha, I came to all the videos, I didn't see anything uh, wrong with them. I ended up taking next steps afterwards, and I eventually, after a few months, gave my life to Christ. Uh, it was actually in this room, in one of the pews back there. I was talking to Martin Jacobs, and I gave my life to Christ there, and I've been attending MRAC ever since. So. That's great. Well, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Now, you've heard... You've heard a couple of times the phrase called next steps, and next steps is really the next step from Alpha. If Alpha is the front door to the church, Tyria and Pastor Tom's wife, Kim, have been for the last number of weeks and months developing a curriculum for a next steps program. So, Kim, why don't you tell us a little bit about that, please? Um, So, what Tyria and I have been putting together is really the answer to I've attended Alpha, or I have come to faith in Jesus, I've said yes to Jesus, but now what? Um, how do I do life as a Christian? What's changed? What, um, who is this God I'm serving? We're going to go a little bit deeper into that. We're going to talk about some doctrine things. Um, uh, who am I? How have I changed? What's happened in my life? We're going to look at the Bible. How is it put together? Um, t- how does it make sense? How do I read the Bible so that it makes sense to me? And then what kind of habits do I need to incorporate into my life as a Christian so that I can experience the power and the abundant life that I'm meant to? Um, and and what, um, how do I do that? And we're going to give you some, uh, some more teaching on that. We've formalized a little bit more what we we did last year. We did kind of a, a tester of this, um, written it down into a curriculum, and we're just really excited. You don't have to have attended Alpha, but we. Um, but this is a course for those that that know Jesus, have said yes to Jesus. But um, I still have a lot of questions. I still am not don't know how to work this out in my life, and that's what that's about. It will follow a similar format. We'll have a meal together, but then just as divorce care will go off, we will go into our own space. We'll have videos. We'll have discussion. It's not going to be intense homework and lots of, you know, blanks to fill in and all of that kind of thing, but it will also be a safe place to explore and learn more about what is this relationship I've entered into. Thank you. So really, what's my part? What's your part? in Alpha at Maybridge Lions Church. A very key component of the Alpha program is prayer. As I stated earlier, the Holy Spirit leads everything in Alpha, but we need to pray for everything as it pertains to the Alpha program. We need to pray for those people who we are going to invite. We need to pray for volunteers to fill the many, many positions of support to the Alpha program. We need to pray for a boldness of the table hosts and the many other aspects of the evening as the gospel is presented in a very safe environment. 
Prayer supports and surrounds everything that we do in Alpha. It is foundational to the Alpha program. If you are available this Tuesday evening, September the 5th at 7 p.m., there is an Alpha prayer night where we will be praying for Alpha. It'll be in the chapel if we get too many people, because I know you're all going to come. But if we uh, can, we'll meet in the chapel or we'll move, and we'll gather together and pray for the Holy Spirit to be the leading edge of everything that we do for Alpha. We'll also be praying, and you'll have an opportunity quietly to yourself or with another group of people to pray for the people that you're even now thinking about inviting, which is the second part of what's my part. It's to invite people. See, I didn't see everybody's hand go up when we said, have you been to Alpha before? You are now formally invited by me up front. You're invited to come to Alpha. We have a sign-up table at, uh, out in the foyer, and you could put your name and contact information. I'm thinking, oh, I'm not quite sure about putting my name down there. The reason that we have you sign up is for no other reason than, than for us to ensure we make enough food for you when you come. But we want you to sign up in advance. So you're invited. But it's also for you to invite people that you know. I want to encourage you to begin praying right now for the people that you can invite to Alpha. Right in the back of your head, right now, I'm sure, if your mind works ever so slightly like mine, a person's name has dropped into your mind right now. And you're thinking, oh man, if I, could, if I could invite that person into a safe environment where everybody's going to be cool with them sitting there exactly as they are, purple hair, 13 earrings, it doesn't matter. And if I can invite my friend to come to this, and they get to hear these messages, these testimonies, that could be the turning point in their life. I encourage you to start praying for those people right now. In closing here, and just before I pray, or I'm going to pray, and the worship team will come up front, and those serving communion will come into place, I want you to remember something. If you remember nothing about what I said today, if you remember nothing else than this, this is the key to Alpha, prayer, Holy Spirit, and this. God loves you. Let that sink in. You might have a life where you think nobody loves you. God loves you. And he loves you exactly how you are. The thing is, is he loves you so much, he doesn't want to leave you as you are. He wants to transform you. Alpha is a great way for you to be transformed. If you can remember that, that we want you to uh, live out the church's vision and mission in community, the impact that we will have on the communities of Pitt Meadows, Maple Ridge, and beyond, It's beyond the imagination. It's why, sorry that this may sound a little emotional, but it's why I've wanted us to take out of the chapel and move us into the activity center. 
Because I firmly believe that Maple Ridge Lions Church is on the cusp of something that God wants to pour out his blessing to. And I want you to pray that we all live out the vision and mission statement in community within Maple Ridge Lions Church and in your community of friends and family. So I'm just going to pray, then after I pray, uh, the, uh, there'll be a, a very short video, then uh, Pastor Tom and those that are serving in communion will be uh, coming forward into place and we'll move into the communion time at that time. Just bow your heads with me right now as we pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for loving us. We praise you and give you thanks, Heavenly Father, for the many ways in which you have spoken into each of our lives. And even this morning, you know in the hearts of the people that hear my voice, whether on the live stream or here in the sanctuary, Father, they're thinking about, is there more to life than this? Is this it? And Father, I pray that you would use the Alpha program and other programs and ministries within Maple Ridge Lions Church to give us hope and a purpose and a reason to grow our community of believers together, Heavenly Father, so that we can feel your love. And I pray that you would open up our hearts to know where we can serve. Father, even right now, we're thinking of people that we could invite. And even right now, Heavenly Father, you are doing a miraculous moving by the power of your Holy Spirit in people's lives to invite them to come to Alpha. I pray that you would enable each of us to say the words of encouragement and love and care. And I pray that you would bless this fall session of Alpha. Again, I thank you for this time that we could fellowship together, and I just pray as you continue with us in this communion service, I pray that you'd guide us, strengthen us, and remind us of your great love. In Jesus' name, amen.